to talk to us all about the crickets going on. He's one of the smartest minds uh, in world cricket. Uh, he's coached everywhere, and that's Greg Shippard. G'day, Greg. G'day, Jack. You're way too kind. Don't know about being smart, but I'm still here ticking away and uh, <laughs> hoping to add something to the show. Stayed up all night for you last night watching the game so I could actually tell the truth today on the radio. Perfect. Thank you so much for that, mate. Uh, now tell us, uh, what, what are your takeaways from uh, last night's uh, Australia win? Oh, it got a bit twitchy there for a while. Those uh, numbers at the back end of the Australian innings were getting tighter, but... Uh, Cometh the moment, cometh the big man, and, uh, and Marcus Stoyer certainly, uh, you know, played a man of, man of the match role there. He, uh, he bludgeoned the ball to all sides of the of the ground and out of the ground, um, and, and really switched things in in the matter of two or three overs. So um, to score fifty eight plus runs off, you know, eighteen balls or something was extraordinary and uh, well supported by probably an out-of-form Aaron Finch, but out-of-form with the bat in his hand, but in form as the captain of Australia. So that's that's his key role at the moment, is to negotiate um, a team that's got its back to the wall after Game 1, where they were thorough, thoroughly bounced by the New Zealand team. So they've, they played with a bit of an edge last night, and they have to do that to get through to the semi-finals. They can't afford a misstep, uh, but there's enough talent in that team to get the job done. Well, there, there certainly is. And just on uh, Marcus Stoinis and his incredible effort, did you, um, well, you know, Australian record now with the fastest 50 um, in all in all grades and all, you know, competitions. What, um, did you think he had that in him? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I coached uh, I coached Marcus with the Victorian Bush Rangers team for, for a number of years when he was discarded by uh, Western Australia and also uh, had him brought to the Melbourne Stars. So... Um, I know his strengths very well, quite close to him, um, still after all this time not coaching him. But, you know, he's a world-class player um, and did his job last night. He's got flexibility in his play. He can open or he can bat in that lower middle order and he's and he's doing some really you know, improved work with the ball. So he's a, he's a key player in that uh, in the structure of that team. But uh, it's full of, full of stars and... Uh, and each of them are going to have their moments over the next few games with a huge game against England, uh, where this is really the the, uh, the grand final for the team, I think, on Friday mm. night at the MCG. So let's hope that rain you were talking about uh, stays away. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So uh, with, with, with Stoney, uh, he opens up uh, with the Melbourne Stars, uh, but do you think his best position is down that lower order? Oh, look, just at the moment, it's about role play. You know, the the players these days have have different roles in diff- in the many different teams they play in. So, you know, people can get confused by that. But with Warner and Fitch at the top of the order, um, and Marsh in, locked in at three, you know, he's found a role in there. And and lower <laughs> middle order is a specialist position also. And so he Wade and 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 David and Maxwell provide the you know the counter punch or the the icing on the cake at the end of the innings. So, um, you know, his flexibility is part of his uh, of, of his value. Yes, yes. So, well, well, yeah, I think he can bat anyway. But uh, tell us uh, about Aaron Finch. Uh, looks like he's um, sort of out of form. There's been a, there was a few times uh, last night that uh, that we saw that he played and missed it a few, and there was one over that uh, he faced up and uh, was was a maiden over. So. 
Um, he looks a little bit out of touch and out of form. Uh, do you subscribe to that? Uh, yeah, I'd say he's not in his best form, but uh, again, the, 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 the wacker, not the wacker wicket, the wicket at Optus Oval was quite tricky early on and the new ball that was dancing around. Uh, in both ways and so not many of the top order batters in both sides uh, looked looked particularly good um, so look he, he still was not out undefeated at the end uh, got the job done for the team and I'm sure he'll be looking for some more batter friendly wickets uh, and he's going to have an innings or two you know in the, in the next four or five games that are going to you know he'll find the centre of the bat and he'll make a big difference to the team so as I alluded to before it's mm. about you know, as the captain, winning, winning, they're the World Cup champions and winning teams have great captains and his history suggests that he's a terrific captain and marshals his troops really intelligently with his coaches and, uh, you know, he, he's got value not just with the bat in his head. No, no, he doesn't, yes. And, uh, well, look, he's a superb leader and, uh, and all that. We're talking to Greg Shippard, the coach of the Sydney Sixers. We'll get on to the big bash uh, very shortly, Greg. But um, how, how far can this Australian team go in your eyes? Do you think, um, has it got any chance of going all the way or are there other teams and uh, countries out there that are slightly better? Well, I'm anticipating that the only way they're going to get through to win the tournament is to win every game from here on in. Yeah. So I don't think they can afford to drop a game. And so they're going to have to, you know, be strong in the pressure moments when they come along uh, against England, against Afghanistan uh, and their other remaining match and then into semi-final. So, look, it, it, there's talent in the team to, as I say, get that job done. There's some nice combinations. There's not some nice bench strength. We can see Zampa miss out through COVID last night and Agar comes in and, and plays his role really well. Uh, if any of the quicks get injured, uh, Richardson's on the boundary greens, on the boundary line waiting for an opportunity. So Steve Smith, again, you know, a great cricket intellect and, and uh, a star batsman ready to, you know, fill a gap if required. So yeah. um, we've got the tools uh, and they're just going to have to play you know, their very best cricket uh, under pressure every single game. So, yes, the job can be done, but they're they're on a knife's edge. They are, and they are. And their next game, as you mentioned uh, earlier, was uh, against England at the MCG Friday night. As, uh, it should be absolutely huge, uh, but not as big as uh, what it was earlier this week with India versus Pakistan, mate. Did you happen to glance at this one? This one was enormous. Oh, it was a great, it was a, a great game. Uh, you had the well supported by the crowds. So again, I hope, I hope there's a similar number. And there's, you know, why wouldn't there be England versus Australia? Uh, I'd love to see that sort of crowd again on on a Friday night. But yes, that match against traditional rivals was was brilliant, and <coughs> and the Coley performance was, um, you know, reminiscent of his one of his performances at the SCG a number of years ago, where. I just kept telling my Sydney uh, Sixers batters, please keep referring uh, to that visual video on Coley's structure of his innings. You know, he's a classic hitter of the ball. He's got 360-degree range, but his presence and his poise and his and his thinking under pressure, were, you know, there was clarity and there was class all about it. So it's a great lesson for batters that, uh, you know, you can you can do it in a, in a range of different ways. And power isn't everything. 
No, but there, there was one shot, uh, I think it was in the last over, where he hit it over the bowler's head for six. And um, oh, you're, you're a coach and an esteemed mm. coach and very good. Can you teach that? Uh, well, they're, they're, they're training that these days. So, oh. they, you know, yes, they definitely, and it's really dangerous for the bowlers as well because they train it in the nets, they get back-of-length balls, and instead of targeting mid-wicket or square leg, you know, they do just, you know, zero and target straight back at the side screen. So that's often a coach's call is, particularly at Perth, is to target the side screen. And, you know, the bowlers would have known that that was a possibility, you know, in all grounds. So it was a freak shot, but equally so was the timing and execution and point of contact control of, of the next ball, which also went for six as well. So, you know, ridiculously, uh, you know, skillful. Yes, it was, it was, and what a masterclass, as you said, I was just incredible, and as you, you've coached all over the world and everything, so it, it must have been uh, huge in India, and and the reception he must have, uh, he must get now, um, after that innings would be huge. Oh, yeah, look, he's fated all over yep. the world, and, and the reception that the Indian players, and he in particular, get uh, when they just walk onto the ground. Uh, and announce themselves is is just breathtaking when you're you know involved in an IPL which I have been. Unfortunately, I missed out on recruiting him. I think I had my recruiters had him as number two pick and picked someone else as number one pick. So I think we got that wrong all those years oh. ago. <laughs> Oh, I was disappointed. Uh, now, tell us, um, we'll get on to the big bash now, mate. Uh, how's the Sixers looking uh, heading into the, the next season? Yeah, look, we've got a really, um, we've got a really consistent squad, fabulous squad. So I was really pleased with our additions that we got uh, in the draft. We had James Vince, who's a regular with our team and helped us win a championship a number of seasons ago. <laughs> and we've got big Chris Jordan, who played five matches for us last year. Pace, uh, power, England's leading T20 wicket taker. And uh, we've got a young spinner called David from Afghanistan, 18-year-old, and... Uh, we hope that he's half as good as Rashid Khan and we'll be thrilled. Um, along with, you know, <clears throat> Josh Philippi, we've got Curtis Patterson's <clears throat> joined our team from the Scorchers this year, captain of New South Wales, so we're getting better and better on our list. Jordan Silk's still around, Dan Christian, Sean Abbott, Dorcious. We've got a, a lovely squad, uh, but the competition out there is fierce. Every team um, <clears throat> is a good one and uh, you just have to perform throughout the course of the tournament as we've done the last four or five seasons but you know we've got to keep uh, plugging away and consistency is a great skill to have. When uh, when do you get the whole group together? I mean obviously you know you've got players playing all around the world and you know in the you know, World Cup and obviously yeah. Sheffield Shield and and the state cricket. When when do you get the, the squad all together? Uh, about six days before the tournament starts oh, so that's right. not, not, not a lot of time but <clears throat> they're very familiar our players yeah. with the way we want to play and how we go about our business so <clears throat> they walk in the door and <coughs> it's all very familiar to them so we just roll out and <coughs> and follow our, our formula and uh, and enjoy ourselves and and just look forward to that uh, you know six weeks together yes no it's always very exciting Greg <coughs> now um, tell us that's all right <laughs> tell us uh, what did you make of the the um, the what was it the draft that you that you did uh, was that um, do you see that as a permanent thing going forward? Uh, <clears throat> uh, I think p- quite possibly. I think the response was 
was positive, albeit a couple of big players, a big name players didn't get picked up. I think a lot of teams were quite happy with the exercise. Um, my first instinct was I like to go and source my players, you know, in my own time and in my own way. But you know, I was a part of the the process and it worked fine. So I'm sure we'll see it again. Um, and all teams, as I say, be pretty satisfied with the result. And I think the the TV station. Uh, would also be uh, yes. pleased with uh, you know the coverage that the night uh, received. Yes, no, it was very good. Hey, Greg, we might leave it there, mate. Um, thank you uh, so much for your time. Uh, hopefully, we can stay in touch and uh, get you get you on closer to the Big Bash uh, starting. But uh, really appreciate you uh, giving us some of your time, mate. No problems, Jack. Yep, always happy to be on the show. <laughs> thank you very much. Very good, uh, Greg Shippard there, uh, the Sydney Sixers coach. Uh, and it was fantastic to get his insight into the, the cricket.